What is up, everybody? Welcome to Shotcast episode number 45. We are joined with the special, with the lovely Farah from Team Vitality, the coach of Team Vitality. We are so happy to have him here. We have a, we have a bunch of topics uh, to get into. Obviously, the spring major just happened. There's a bunch of other stuff that kind of led up to that as well. You know, Vitality got the four people. But I want to hear from Farah himself. Talk to me a little bit about, like, obviously you're happy about the major, but talk to me a little bit about, <laughs> like, your initial thoughts going into the major beforehand. Um. Yeah, I mean, beforehand... I think there were a lot of expectations around us. Obviously, we were like heavy favorites, but um, on our side, we were more looking at it as a, you know, uh, aperitif. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For the World Championship. Oh, like, yes. Okay. <laughs> this, is, uh, this, this, this is the starter. The, like, yeah, yeah, this, this, this is the starter. Yeah, yeah. starter. Um, we want to, you know, see what's what online, uh, see how... I'm, how much we can translate to what we've been doing online, online. and um, and yeah, uh, see where we stand uh, against uh, North America and and the other regions um, with the screams beforehand and stuff, and uh, get ready for worlds because you know all you know all of this season we were you know telling ourselves even you know even before the split and stuff like that the the, the main goal is world championship so major is nice, it's an amazing experience it was an amazing experience but uh, yeah the, the end goal was um the the, the the and and it still is the the world championship so we were trying to get ready for it did you 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 know you guys did boot camp i can't remember the exact date but you were over there for quite a while right yeah we we arrived on um the tuesday yeah tuesday before so mm -hmm. like i'd say 10 days before the competition started and uh we would come for like five days or something um and uh yeah which is all like i think we found a good um uh, routine for like for preparing the each land uh, that did work pretty well for san diego that worked pretty well for for boston and we're going to do the same for um, for Düsseldorf. but it's going to be a bit different because it's in europe so uh, there won't be as much time needed for us to adapt but, um, but uh, yeah we i think we found a, we found a great uh, a great template let's say did Zen have a like a guardian? Was he one of his parents with him or something? I didn't actually see. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, like the, his guardian was technically like uh, one of that uh, stuff, but uh, his mom and his brother came to Boston uh, the week after uh, to see to see him play. And Alpha, uh, Alpha's parents were there as well. So those are the guys you see us uh, hanging around with the, with the trophy after after the celebration. But they weren't at the boot camp. They were like, uh, no, they they arrived. They arrived, yeah, a week after. A week after. The reason I asked that, you know, because he's he's very. I feel like he he deals with the pressure and stuff. I just what's I'm just thinking like, what's his support network and what's his? He seems so mature for his for his age, Zen. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm I mean, I'm surprised. I think um I think it's the fact that he's been doing it for you know very long time already. He's been playing at a very high level 
you know, since he's 13 and he's always been around, I'd say, uh, more mature people. He's, he's hanging around with the Rocket Baguette guys very often. And I guess they took care of him at, at his uh, beginnings uh, when he would come to Paris and, you know, uh, get his uh, first land victories and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty impressive. But I think, yeah, he's been used to, you know, all of the pressure and all of the attention around him for at least a couple of years already. And uh, and it helps him very well right now, I think. Now, talk me through the boot camp scrims because I was talking to some other players, some other teams, and they were saying, this vitality, this doesn't feel like, you know, online vitality. They, they may be a little bit, little really? bit weak. They, they weren't quite as on. Was it the same <laughs> feeling for you or not? No. No, we were pretty confident. Um, we did get challenged a bit, a bit more than in Europe, surprisingly. Um, I feel like there there were a couple of teams that surprised me and that had really good, um, yeah, a really good showing against us. But I wasn't too surprised because you know it, it just felt like every time we were going to a scrim, the team in front of us was like playing their lives out. So we always do. <laughs> but it's funny to yeah. see like now we're like the big dogs, and even in scrims, everyone is like 100% try harding. So it's great practice for us. So yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. we had. Um, I wouldn't say bad days, but we had a couple of like of like um, unsuccessful scrims, but uh, uh, they weren't worrying because we knew what we were doing wrong, and uh, each time we were adapting. So no, no nothing worrying about, uh, about the scrims, and then we are like, coming into the the major. We we're like pretty pretty confident. Yeah. Are you guys? Are you guys? Did you guys lose to elevate in scrims? Was that correct? Or I think no, it was power. Was power. Oh, yeah, uh, we, we oh. didn't we didn't play them. We we, we were oh, gonna okay, play no them on stage, so yeah, we, we were. Um, so with your scrims, are you everyone else was try harding? Are you are you one of the teams, Farah, that's always try harding in scrims or like trying different tactics? Because there's this there's this space station lineup that's all about they never win scrims, but they're always seemingly trying something else. Um and they're never really fully playing their their A game. Are you guys working on stuff or just you know, just playing? Uh, we, we we work on stuff, but we try to win. We try to win, so so we 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 take everything extremely serious, but we also use them uh, as the practice field. So if we if we have something in mind, we just try it right there. Was there any teams that you thought would perform um, better or even a lot better at the land based on the strength of? Uh, yeah. Obviously, you knew all the EU teams, but what about the other other teams from other regions who who underperformed um, after you saw them in scrims? Uh, Furia, Furia. Um, I expected them to be better, but I think the pressure that they had the World Championship on the line um, got to them. I mean, that's my explanation, but I don't know. Because they yeah, they they were pretty solid. I think they were like, on, on our side, like from our point of view, they were like one of the better North American teams at the Atlant. And uh, I was surprised they... Actually, I was surprised they, be, uh, they got beat by most, to be honest. So... And they finished top 16. So, yeah, I, I was surprised by that. When you say one of the better North American teams, who are the better North American teams? Well, I mean, I, I guess, no, I think uh, the there is a, a clear top two with uh, Genji and uh, and Complexity. Um, but, yeah, I expected FUIA to be with them, kind of, you know, in the conversation. But mm. uh, uh, they seem to struggle to translate uh, what they are doing, or to be consistent. I think I think consistent is more accurate because, like, we've we screened them. I think a couple of times, and one time they were like meh, and the other time they were like pretty, like, really, really good. So yeah. 
So to talk about the actual event itself, well, I, maybe before we get to the event, but thoughts on on Boston? How is Boston? Wait, where did you boot camp? Actually, did you boot camp in Boston? Yeah, um, in um, I think the the town is called uh, Foxborough. Okay, so it's like very near. Remembers. It's it's very near uh, Boston. It's where the um, there is a stadium there where actually Ed Sheeran had a concert. Oh. Um, and we bootcamped that at the oxygen facilities, uh, which are ah, okay. at this at that stadium. So the, the, it's like the Patriots play there. That sounds like yeah, a yeah exactly, team exactly of some exactly. kind. And uh, and it's um, I think it's forty minutes away from Boston, like downtown. So we, we rented all, a car and we we drove around. This is all starting to add up a little bit. You guys waving the U.S. flag, the Patriots were. Where you played at boot camp? I think I think something else is going on here. <laughs> okay, so what, what's your thoughts on on Boston as a city? Uh, you've been to a few places in America now. You've been to a few places in North America. How does it compare to the other places you've been? It's um, it's pretty unique. Like it's very industrial. Like so, it's like every building is like red like red brick you know oh the brick yeah it's, it's weird yeah it's brick colored and uh, i don't know um you know in a way i like it but i don't think i'll be able to live here for a very long time it's like uh yeah i don't know i had a weird feeling about this city. i like it but it's uh yeah the the the, the landscape isn't uh it, it's original but it's not really to my liking to be honest <laughs> mm, okay that's fair yeah, makes sense i loved it i thought it was awesome i lo- i think it's like it was probably my favorite. What do we say, John? I think it was like the most livable city that I. That it I've seemed been like to the most America. livable city we've been to in America, but we've we've only been to a few, mostly big cities, and they uh, seemed like the most livable because East Coast time zone is way better. That yeah, it was definitely. walkable. There seemed to be public transport, lots of trees. Uh, I like the the brick buildings actually. I thought the architecture was it was more interesting than the usual like glass, metal, and plastic like buildings. That you get to see most of the time, but yeah, I, I get your point. It's just I don't know. I, I don't like it. It I'm wasn't like anything it. like France, though. So I could see your problem with it. Yeah, it was not French at all. <laughs> they did have outside restaurants, though. There were some outside seating restaurants. That's yeah, very so very nice. Oh yeah, right, true. true. That, that was surprising. That was great. It's actually. good that there are very sketch areas. Name me one American city that is not. There are some sketch areas. Or just in, any like, big city uh, any anywhere big city. that doesn't have sketch areas. Yeah, it, 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 I feel like it's. I feel like it's pretty good. I'd like to go back. I'd love to go back. I was actually just talking on, on my own stream about I'd love to go literally back to the same arena as well. I thought that arena was yeah. perfect for Rocket League. Very that good acoustics for, for Rocket League. So yeah, yeah, just next time, put some Carmen Carpultras in there, see what they can do. Bring the drums. I want to hear the, the drums yeah. in there. Um, bring some Vitality Ultras as well. Do you have Do you have Ultras for Vitality? Yeah, we do, we do, we do. Are, are they bringing they're, them they're, to, they're, to Worlds? The Hornets. Yeah, I think there's like 200 of 300 300 of them like coming to the salon. Oh, that's sick. That's awesome. I've heard oh, that there's God. 600 <laughs> ultras and then like three, yeah. 250, 300 vitality. I don't know. Well, the Hornets. Is that what you guys are? The Hornet? Aren't yeah. Go- Golden Hornets. The Golden Hornets. Golden, Golden Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. So that's I hope crazy. that's the end. Yeah. I want to see more teams do this. This is like the dream for esports, actually. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be one of the like, uh, like one of the most like unique sports event there was, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be 
interesting but i hope the you know the organization sonic csl is uh, ready for what's going to happen because uh yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be well. hopefully like they let in all the signs and stuff and like it's not you know security don't you know sometimes they don't let in any big signs or mm. stuff like that or big so flags big flags yeah, i love the yeah. massive flag in. in rotterdam that's sick but to 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 rewind back to the the major you've got the um the unenviable um uh stat Farah, you and vitality now have the um unfortunate statistic of being the first team that apac have beaten this year <laughs> in a game so you got the series win 3-1 but you lost the game realize was popping off you dropping 900 points what was going through your head when elevate were actually playing i think very well i, I was impressed that was a great overtime first, yeah they, they, they were playing great um they were playing on their strength because i think they knew um they couldn't you know beat us uh, you know, playing all, all game kind of thing. So they yeah. yeah they they went into it like pretty defensive and um and it worked somewhat. I think we we lacked uh efficiency in front of the net to be honest. We had a lot of chances we didn't mm -hmm. That's score. True. So so yeah but yeah I think at, at some point during the game three I was like oh this is this is not <laughs> this is a bit unexpected, you know. Because losing a game is fine, but like, yeah, after the, th the third game and like during the overtime, I was like, I hope we don't lose this because it's gonna be really really tough to come back. Yeah, it's gonna be stressful. Yeah, because I saw Alpha yeah, yeah. like really stressed after that overtime. He was like trying to shake himself awake or something. He, he was like, what what is going on? This is so much harder than it should be. But I genuinely they, think Apex played they played well. They they like made it very difficult. Well, yeah. For us, they they played well. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, realize is uh, is, uh, is a great great player. He should uh, he should genuinely move out and uh, I don't know go to NA for the team there. He could probably make major. <laughs> why, why NA? Was that did you just pick a random region or did yeah, you just yeah. pick a random region? Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> no so reason. You, so you had the elevate series three one and it, so obviously the, just I don't want to go back, but you had the boot camp, everything smooth. You get to the event, you you know you've got one day of practice, you've got media, and then you've got the the first series against Elevate. Was everything like smooth sailing at this point? Was it just one series at a time? Was there any any point in this lead up or up to this first series where you were sort of doubting? You know, you had your doubts about the team or anything like that? Nah, I mean there is there was no doubting, but the the issue was like we knew our bracket was like really tough, so I think like our minds were, you know, settled towards the second series, and we expected to play. I mean, not really, but like we were like, okay, if we if we play liquid, it's gonna be hard because in in you know best of five, we it's not that we're not comfortable, but like the longer the series is, the you know the the best it has, it's at our advantage, mm -hmm. right? It's if it's a best of seven, there is less uh mm -hmm. violence so uh yeah getting to that run and being it being a best of five was uh scary and uh we knew it was like one of the most important series of the whole tournament for us so, so was there so like you, you, sorry i was saying is there any sort of like relief when you saw it wasn't liquid and you you know you saw complexity instead no not really like we were like before her, I told the team and you know everyone around us, like it's gonna be fifty-fifty. Like uh, we get liquid or we get complexity, but they they seem to be pretty equal. So I would I wouldn't be surprised. Like I would put I would bet on liquid, right? But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if complexity won. And yeah, to be fair, I think close, like yeah. it it ended up being like extremely close. I think liquid was winning with like ten seconds left the game four, yeah. and they were gonna win three one, and then they lost. So yeah, it could have been either way. 
So but, you uh, drop the game to complexity. Oh, sorry. You drop the game to elevate. Then you play complexity. You're 2-1 down in that series. Is there some point you're thinking, are we any good? Like, we're, what's going on here? We nearly no. we dropped the game to APAC, and then your backs are against the wall round two against complexity. Were you, were you worried at that point? Or you? I mean, yes and no, but as I said, you know, it, it's, a, it's a learning experience. If we lose, we lose. That's fine. You know, we cannot go into every event thinking we're going to win everything. It's, it's unsustainable. That's what we've been doing. Yes. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. It's it still is unsustainable. So we need to. Sometimes you need to lose to learn. So I'm not afraid of that. And I, I mean, obviously the player might, might be a bit a little bit more scared. I think they 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 have less experience and they you know they're playing so they really want to win. But like from my perspective and from an outside, I'm like, if we lose that, that's fine. You know, we we still have a chance. It's not it's not single limb. It's double limb. Uh, we over the past three months we've lost, and that was before the tournament. We've lost one competitive series. I'm not scared of losing once. I know we can, you know, run through the lower bracket. So I was, yeah, in order to you know, go far and, you know, not taking as much risk, we needed to advance and win. But, uh, you know, as long as we're in the tournament, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. And you knew that BDS was sort of looming after that series. Obviously, they had the rule one, which, you know, they could have lost, but... I think BDS, I don't know, you didn't really mention them in the boot camp scrims and stuff, but they, from all reports, Rise was saying they were firing in scrims in the boot camp. They were locked in. He was super confident. So did you sort of feel like this this upper semi was, was you know, you were destined to play BDS? This was always going to happen? Mm, no, same, same, for, same as for Liquid Complexity. I, I felt like um, we... BDS would end up there, but I would not be surprised if, I don't know, Rule 1 would be yeah. there uh, instead. Like, I would have bet on BDS, obviously, but uh, but yeah. And yeah, they, they were good in scrim, but to be fair, they've been good in scrims the whole season, even with extra. Like, they've all they always been they've always been good. Their, their issue is more like translating it into uh, LCS performance. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't take their, their scrim results too seriously. They, they, they play good. They can't play really good, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what happened in that series then obviously that was you know, the the first time you faced them in the tournament how was that how that pan out for you guys and what and maybe give us a little you know the series itself and then the aftermath of the series huh. you guys. um yeah i mean the series itself uh i think the first game was uh not not series defining but uh yeah uh, i think the first first game we were in control for most of the time and it was zero zero like we couldn't score which were which was pretty reminiscent actually from you know the our previous two series uh complexity or, or elevate and uh, we lose in overtime and then they take the lead very early on in the game too and we concede on uh kickoff goals which uh which is unusual recently for us so it was like yeah the, the players weren't playing good like none of them was um I mean, all of them were like missing um, touches they usually don't. So 
pretty much everything fell apart from there and it was really hard to yeah, get yeah get the gears going um uh we we tried we tried really hard but yeah nothing quite worked like we expected and pds was playing really really good and uh yeah they, they beat us and and we had one hour to you know reset and yeah. uh, and uh, and uh, yeah <laughs> well, to, were to you worried about that because you, yeah you had to play later again was that a concern that you've got one hour then you've got to play again against a team who've already won a match earlier the same day yeah i think i think um yeah the fact that it was not even one hour it was just like one series in between um that was a bit scary especially after i've seen the players and they were like really distraught by the loss like they really took it to heart and uh yeah uh we had to talk a lot and to you know reassure them uh you know made them realize it's not the end of the world if it's not the end of the world, of the world. because uh, as i told you guys like uh, it's unsustainable to, to win everything and uh, at mm -hmm. some point we were going to lose uh but i think as a player you just you just you just don't want to hear it, so we had to remind uh, we had to remind everyone that. And I, you know, even if we were making top six and we were losing to Genji, I was fine. Like that was fine. We were still gonna have our chances at the World Championship. Um, we were gonna have to, um, you know, discuss and uh, reanalyze reanalyze everything and and what went wrong. But top six was still a better result that we did at San Diego. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I guess I was a bit worried. And then, you know, the first game happened against Genji. And I was like, okay, not worried anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite it was quite easy. But um, were, were you also at all concerned? I mean, we'll talk more about the crowd later. But the crowd were heavily for Genji <laughs> uh, because Genji were the last NA team in the tournament at the time. Chronic, the last American player. Everybody was, you know, trying to uh, get Chronic to run for president pretty much. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys walked out. To, I thought it was so funny. I was like, you know, I've, I've criticized crowds for like booing certain teams in the past. I'm like, that's just harsh. They're booing 15 year olds who are just yeah. here to try, try to have a good time. But you guys walked out, the bad guys, to just a whole arena. Like, yeah, you guys suck. You're going to lose. And it's <laughs> the best region. Come on, Genji. Yeah, the boos were, I thought that time, I was like, that's kind of funny. Because the crowd yeah. at that point, they were like, they were desperate. They're like, please, NA, do something. We're doing uh, help all we can. I, I definitely felt that way as well. It's like I, I remember uh, one time, and I think I, I was against Yurizo, um season four, season four in Washington, and I remember playing you in the lower bracket. Uh, I think that was top six, and we were playing for top four, right? And that I remember, was a like, the crowd. Wait, like, uh, uh, G2, 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 yeah, it was G2 top was four, yeah, and. And like we were getting booed, and like back then, like I was really young, and Chosset and Bluey were like extremely young, and I think like yeah, that killed all of the momentum we had and everything we had because like it was just really hard. Like you know, these guys they came to the to an event just to boo us, and it felt like they hated us. That was weird. But like here, it was different. It was like, I mean, they had they have one team left. You, they might have yeah, one. that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. But still, I I do feel like them booing the players was was like the worst thing they could have done because like I've seen the players and they were like, oh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna beat them so hard, and they were like, okay, <laughs> like like the the boos oh, that like that really motivated everyone, and uh, yeah, that was the worst thing they could have done for them for for them to win the series. To be honest, yeah, I, I think like. 
there's always comparisons to like real sports with like oh mm. it's just part of like sports culture to boo i'm like well there's a difference between you know basketball players or whatever else sports players like making hundreds of millions tens yeah, of millions they're like adults they do this for a job and they're <laughs> you know surrounded by like support staff like psychologists media training they're, they're like a 15 year old rock league player is like wow my first slide i'm so excited to be here Boo. like it's not the same it really is not you know, the same. So i don't, I, I, I I don't think that just saying it's part of the culture therefore it's okay that doesn't really work it's very very different but i did think it was quite funny for your guys specifically because i was like that's it, it, na really just has to pull all the stops here because it is the I, last i genuinely have this exact same opinion it's like it's it's 15 years old like come on like i think but like um, some players do play the villain game, like, like just let it com, com plays the villain you guys were definitely the villains on that day like some teams play the villain um you know like they asked the crowd to, to do it again like that's that's fine but you know uh, i i think if you know just a young player comes out waves at the crowd and they get booed back it's like that's a bit of a weird interaction like come on <laughs> bit cringe well don't you think yeah. okay so I, I mean i was listening right and i, I think like the the analyst the desk kind of drove that villain because i don't think vitality actually they did, did yeah. i don't think vitality did anything to actually be the villains besides win stuff you well, know i mean, I mean? They, they did but win Kong, Kong did stuff to be a villain I don't think oh, no, they, they did, did anything. So they, they won everything. They won all the events. So that's like already everybody wants to see you lose because you but haven't lost. So you guys should have like, got second that's, instead, then you wouldn't have been booed. Yeah. Coming as underdogs. I feel like yeah, we've been winning everything, but like, we've been winning what? Three three regionals. Like what's yeah. three regionals? It's not even one land. Come on, let us let us go to one land. Let us get worlds. Yeah, what's the <laughs> regionals? Why not make it three more? I mean, come on. It's like, come on, at least let us win worlds. Then you could boo us. Come on, yeah, yeah, exactly. Give me another like, one. We'll, we'll give you three lads. Give me three. Come on, give us three. I respect it. I mean, that was pretty much your speech. It was like, all right, guys, like, I'm, I know you guys don't like it as well. Like, give us the first series. You know, you can, uh, in the second series, yeah. you can go for BDS, but just give, just please give us the first oh, one. On. Give us a bracket reset. We all like bracket resets in here. Come on, give us that. Then you can go back to supporting BDS. But by then, they were like so used to supporting you, they just rolled with it the whole time. I guess we should talk about that, though. Yeah, so, let's, like, let's the, it. It, was at the, it was at this point in the land that you, uh, you know, decided to pull out um the like uh, the american vitality card or the na vitality card in the post-match interview you ripped the mic ruthlessly from subi's hands <laughs> what was it was like, a struggle it was a struggle for a while it was it was a bit of a back and forth you were like give it a did, you, did like, you talk about that with anyone beforehand did you talk to any of the vitality guys the players about what oh, you were planning yeah, or is yeah. that like a improvised uh, all right uh that was a long uh, okay so i i don't remember if i thought about this like the previous night or the or in the morning but when i woke up i was like all right if we make it to the to the finals i'm pretty sure this is what i, I want to do so i sent um i sent a message uh, to my staff saying I, I got a crazy idea uh can i go to your room um and we don't talk uh we don't talk uh, about it to the players like we, we don't mention it to the players Ooh. at all um and then we talk about it and we realize there is at least three things that we need to make sure. So it's like, well, first, uh, I don't, I, I said three, but I don't know how many. It's like we had a couple of things in mind, a checklist, let's say. So we had to make the finals. Okay, so that's the given. Um, we have to find an American flag, and we thought that was going to be the easy part. Yeah. Because we're no, in America. Apparently yeah, apparently it's not. Uh, we have to have an interview between um, the 
the lower final and the final. Lower final yeah. and the final, and I have to do it. And and like they have to let me do this, right? It's like it's a bunch of stuff, mm. and I don't know. It, it it I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it if I would even get the opportunity to do to do it. But then you know the whole day I was just you know, uh, how do we say like trying my luck everywhere I could. So I would uh, I would see Rittles and I would go to him. Hey, do you know if I if I if I can like get an American flag? And it's like ten in the morning or like even like. Can I get an American flag somewhere? Or like, look for one. And then every time I would see a custer, I would mention this. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't think I would tell the whole story, but every time I was like, just find me an American flag. Find me an American flag. We didn't and ask then... any questions. We didn't ask. We we're like, if Aaron needs an American flag, that's all we need to know. Fine. <laughs> a little bit yeah. weird, but we'll go with it. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and yeah, um, when, when we, when we came on stage, uh, before the series against K-Corp, the admin is like, hey, because um, I already did the interview after rule one, right? I already yeah, did the interview yeah. after rule one, and he's coming up to me and he's like, all right, we need someone for the interview, and it cannot be you. And I look at him and I'm like, no, like, <laughs> no. like." This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. No, no, the players that the, the players that don't like they really wanted one player and i was like no like i'm doing it the players aren't gonna do it and here is the plan and i explained and i explained the plan to him and he's like okay let me talk to production and and i'll get back to you <laughs> no. and yeah. uh, and then you know it so we win the series very close and um and then I talk to I try I try to find my staff because my, my staff I, I spent I don't know like we had at least three people like doing shops around <laughs> around the building for like an hour or something and they couldn't find a, a flag so I'm like you can see me on the on the on the camera I'm like making the the a flag sign to my staff and they're like we don't we don't have one and we don't have one and I'm looking around and I'm, I'm telling Subit I'm gonna have to like pull up the the, the trade card the trade card and 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 we talk <laughs> quickly beforehand. Uh, uh, on like what's gonna happen during the, the interview, and then it happens, right? So, yeah, it's. I thought it was genius. I thought it was a stroke of genius. There was also the other interview where you said to the American audience, "So all of you, you're probably quite sad right now. All your teams are eliminated." Uh, in hindsight, that probably was a good thing because I don't think Gen G were gonna go all the way, even if they beat you. I don't think they were winning the event. So nah. if they made it to the last day, I think there would have been a moment where they get eliminated and the crowd would have been so sad because uh, suddenly their Cinderella run ends and it's just the saddest moment ever and the grand final will probably suck. If it's but like they had a day this week on it. Yeah, they, the but thing, because like... they got eliminated the day before, you did the, the post-match interview, you appealed to the crowd, they probably went home, thought about it, and like, yeah, we do still have another day, we might as well enjoy ourselves. And it worked. It actually worked so well. So like the... Yeah, your thoughts to the, to the American crowd there seemed to be very, I think, accurate, very potent. But I, I, I don't know, because like when I woke up the, the, the Sunday morning, I wasn't sure like 
if a lot of people were going to show up because I expected a lot of people to you know not come for some reason. Uh, yeah, we mind, weren't like, sure. We were we were three of the same. And, we were like, and when we don't I don't know what to expect. When I arrived uh, and when I started watching the, the first game, um, the uh, the winners winners finals, yeah, um, I saw you know the crowd was pretty much even like bigger than the last day, so I was pretty happy about it, and I was like, yeah, this. This this is this is gonna work. This is gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna mm-hmm. work. It's gonna be fun. So you you sort of mentioned it during your speech, like you know, it's the lower bracket run. It's a bracket reset. You need all the help you can get. But was there any other thoughts behind it? Did you think the team really needed that that push from everyone else? Like what? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, I, it, it was actually there was a lot of thought behind it. Like I didn't just like woke up and and had a crazy idea to you know make myself uh, put myself in the in the in a good spot. That wasn't. I mean, sure. Sh- it worked, but that wasn't the number one goal. Uh, number one goal was just helping us get the win. Because like if we get to the finals, I know, I know the players are going to be exhausted, and I know that because okay, so I I, I talked about it on my stream um, last week, um, but that was in French, so <laughs> so I, I repeat it. But the, um, in in um, in Nali one, if you guys remember that event, so mm-hmm. you, the the Toronto yeah. land, um, we. So I, I played that line and we made the finals, but through the lower bracket and we actually got a bracket reset. But the thing is, we were, we had, you know, we had pretty much no staff around us. We were pretty young, we were unprepared. We arrived on Thursday for an event that was happening like two days after in Canada. Uh, we were jet lagged, we were really tired. And that was all like, the bracket reset was our third series and the, uh, bracket, uh, the final was our third series and the bracket reset was gonna be our fourth. And I remember, I still to this day remember, like I'm in a major final event pretty much. We win the bracket reset, like the first match, I mean. And then I'm thinking, like I'm so, like I'm physically and like mentally done. Like I want the win, but I'm, I just want this to be over, like as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Like I can't, like it's, it's so hard. Like my teammates there were not getting hyped anymore. Like it was so hard to get energy from everywhere and like the, there was a little crowd right a very little crowd and they were obviously not cheering for us they were cheering for cloud nine so that was even worse right and so I, when i woke up that morning um i was like i know it's going to be hard okay but we have to take it one series at a time so if we make top three it's better than top four fine so we make top three it's better than top four it was a long series lots of overtime very tying we have to play again best of seven uh game seven over time again very long series very exhausting so like i knew if we make it too deep to this point we have to win two we have to win two series to just like make another step right if we win one series mm-hmm. and lose another one it's not going to be enough the thing is yeah if um if uh if the players that they, they start to you know uh get into i don't know some kind of um uh how, how to say like weird mood where you're like yeah tired and not as competitive as before um we're not gonna win and we might win the bracket reset but uh, i mean the first first series but we 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 might struggle to the end so i wanted to maximize our chances and get you know something new for the final so just so the players can experience something new and be like okay like this is different let's forget about fatigue let's be hyped it's a major finals and sure we have two series to win it's very long it's like yeah, it's so hard. You, you win the first one and you're like, okay, we have to do it all over again. But, you know, at least there was something, I don't know, new and exciting and they could actually 
yeah, forget about everything else. And I think it helps. Uh, they were like not stressed outside of the you know crucial moments, the the crutch moments. Zane was like, just yeah, waving the flag yeah, after every in game. In the middle of a game, yeah, flag out. Like the the whole plan was just for us to you know think about something else and forget about fatigue and 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 forget about nerves. And it worked, and and uh, and I was happy. I mean, and everything in my mind was like working to perfection, pretty much. And I was like so happy because not only that, but I was like, okay, so this is the main goal, right? This is the main goal. And then all of the all of the stuff that comes with it are just like pluses, but they're great pluses. That means Vitality is gonna probably have like I don't know some kind of fan base in the in, in mm-hmm. New Year's, like new fans. Uh, their mm-hmm. social media is gonna be uh, I don't know uh, popping up for the day. Um, um, the players they're gonna have fun and like they're gonna have a memorable experience. Me too. So like that mm-hmm. that's important because there is lands where you just you're in front of the crowd but you don't, you don't really. Remember. It's like you're not right. So yeah. it's like yeah, I wanted it to make it rememberable and like for not just for them but also for the crowd because as I said like I don't know it's uh, it's my community. I want the event to be good and if everyone has fun, it's it's great also for me, right? Uh, I've been I've been mm-hmm. I've been there. Like it's not my first event. Um, I know dead cross. They don't look good on camera. It's not I don't know. It's not fun for anyone. So I don't know. Yeah, everything about it was just. Like, so and most importantly, and... Farah, it tilted BDS. Would you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, and also, also that, like, and and because when I, you know, when I, when I got the sign, because the thing mm-hmm. is, when you're backstage, you cannot and you cannot hear the interview. And we, like, I really kept it under wraps until the last moment. Even the players, like, when I did the interview, they didn't know about it. Like, they had to, like, I had to announce them what was happening, mm-hmm. um, in the break between the the two series. Uh, but when I came back to the, to the to the room, I was you know going with my uh, sign, and I walked in front of the BDS guys, and I looked at them, and I had my my sign, and I was like, oh shit, they like they, they can't <laughs> see it, like they 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 can't see it. They have to, it, it has to be at the last moment possible. That's to be sure. Like, <laughs> and and yeah, it has to be like they're going on stage, and they're going to look at us waving our flags, and be like, what what what. Even are they doing? And like be confused. <laughs> like the whole the whole point was just like us, like focused on us. But also if 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 that could like make them lose focus or make mm-hmm. them like I don't know, um, have other thoughts that just the game, then good, perfect. If that tilts them, it's another great thing. Like perfect, honestly. Did you get uh, any backlash online for this? Because I saw some tweets about uh, in in French <laughs> from you, and I'm trying to. I didn't see any of them. But uh, backlash yeah. there was any, but I imagine you did if you were tweeting the things you tweeted. But you, do you want to give us a t- the the short story there? What what happened? What was the reception in France about American flags? Um, I mean, overall, I, I, I think that the reception has been like overwhel- overwhelmingly positive, like uh-huh. from yeah. uh, fans around the world and French fans. But it has been um, widely regarded as a traitor move by. <laughs> fans from not friends but from K-Corp and from BDS who are uh, like, yes. well mm. that's pretty Copium. that's pretty um what's the English word for it? It's like that's that's disgraceful. That's disgrace that's yeah. a disgrace. Yeah. Um like chill out. Like chill. Mm. Like um it's not that deep. It's fun, it's games, like we're playing a game, we're exactly, playing a video yeah. game. It's not that deep. Um and uh and yeah I've been so as I said in my tweet I've been Doing this for seven years, um, I've been here before the rivalry even existed. There was no K-Cop, there was no Vitality. Um, I've carried the French flag 
pretty much my 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 whole career sometimes on stage and stuff like that it's not because one time i'm waving around an american flag that i'm american uh, mm. i'm still french and 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 that's it but i do respect the culture a country that welcomed me probably 15 times um i like the people here i have a lot of friends here um i don't know uh, to me it's like it's like it's kind of like i don't see it as some kind of like a very important event to wave a flag it's not like it's i don't know yeah it's not that yeah. even it's like a show of respect as well it's like yeah you you like mm. the country you like being here sure like also uh, no, sure the, like the carmi carp bds fans have to realize that there have been full eu finals in america before like a long time ago in rlcs and the crowd was so sad <laughs> that the american teams didn't make yeah. the final so, like, and, to have any team to cheer for is a good thing for the event. It's good for Rocket League. It's good for the spectacle. Good for the crowd. Good for the viewers online. It's just good for the game. So they should be like pandering to the audience as well. Obviously, they can have national pride. Nothing wrong with that. But it, it's just better. They have to realize it was a better product. If it was just Vitality versus BDS in the final, Vitality versus Carving Corp in the lower final with the crowd you know, not, not really caring, that would be boring for the players. That would be like the worst experience. And, and, and there is one thing. So I'm going to turn this, this question back to you but do you like would you be able to i mean I, I can't but like i'm gonna ask you like would you be able to quote like to list every because I, i've seen the stats recently like you know how many bracket resets and how often they happen online but like mm -hmm. do you happen to be able to list them and i'm gonna add something after each one they well they, so, they so, happen, so you will understand why like ago. yeah they're, they're, so, initially they used to happen in the old days a lot more Flipside season two did it yeah. um so there is northern two. gaming okay. season three wait wait wait, wait. Let, let me, yeah, let me okay. get into it Flipside season two who was the crowd behind so it was in amsterdam yeah. in amsterdam right Flipside mm -hmm. season two yeah they, they were, were the crowd were, favorites okay northern gaming northern it gaming season in, three it was in la no one cared so yeah there was no advantage um then and the, the next no season one four, was season Cloud five, Nine. there was season five did it. The uh, Dignitas did it as well, actually. Oh, that was season five did it in, in London, mm -hmm. in London. EU. So against Energy, so the crowd was somewhat behind. That was actually so both. Was yeah, it was pretty both. even, but it was not yeah. against one team, right? It was not against. Yeah, one team. no against. Season six, Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine heavily, heavily. Yeah. Uh, the crowd was heavily behind them. Mm -hmm. Then, um, uh, Mo uh, Moist failed to do it against G two. Yeah. And the crowd was they, behind G2. And then yeah. Moist did it against Falcons, and the crowd was mm -hmm. behind Moist. Like, I feel like at this point, it's not really a coincidence. It just, it's just like with such a, you know, tough format, it just helps. Like, the, yeah, it just helps. Yeah, the bracket so, reset, especially. Yeah. You need it for like the additional adrenaline, the additional like, motivation. Um, but yeah, it used to uh, bracket resets actually used to happen more for a second reason, in my opinion, as well. That was that there were simply less games, um, not only throughout the the event as a whole, but it used to be um, best of sevens would only start in the lower final. Yeah. It used to be best of five yeah, for the third, five, fourth yeah. place match. So right now, best of sevens start in sixth place and uh, top six. It used to just be top three that would play best of seven. So the start so, of the day, you'd have so, a best of five, so and yes, then you do best of seven. I think the difference back then was also sometimes it was only two days even, so you had the whole top six being played. So you had mm -hmm. like even you have one more series to play. I think the Cloud Nine run, they started the day being top six. I think that no, that event would have been a three day event. I'm pretty sure it was two days for mm -hmm. the first few seasons. Um, so yeah, Flipside had to play maybe one more, but 
Yeah, I think it was three days by by Cloud Nine. They had to play. Yeah. They they three old Chiefs in third fourth. Then they, they made four us. one. Yeah. Well, they 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 beat you on day on day two or day one day two. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't care. Yeah, they beat they beat CJ's team. Then they beat uh, NRG in a crazy game five. Then I think they beat Flipside. I think that was also game five. And I believe it was three zero against Chiefs, four one against Sweden Girls, and two four ones against Dignitas. I think a bit shorter. I think that's what it was. But no, say, the crowd it, is like, a massive. It, it's still a massive help. If I got all that right, by the way, I don't want anyone to tell me that I'm a Cloud9 hater because, like, I can, <laughs> I can, like, CJ can attest. We were actually the biggest Cloud9 fans in the grand final. Oh yeah, uh, for for season. We six. just wanted the best spectacle. It was kind of like you guys winning. Um, is like the it was the best. I don't know, but I think yeah, we're all just we just want the crowd, and it was it was good for you because it just meant the crowd was going to have a good time. You, as you said, made a memorable experience for everyone involved. Um, and you won your team the game. Ah, and lastly, <laughs> lastly on this, oh, two more. I just want to ask you, you did the speech and stuff and, you know, everyone was like, yeah, but did you really expect that amount of overwhelming support? Like it was, it was louder than when Gen G was still in the tournament. Like, did you expect like, yeah, everyone was, yeah. to get behind it when you walked out on stage for the final? Can, can, can I be honest? Yeah. Like I really, like everything was just like following the plan. and. And and I I really expected that to happen to be honest like I don't know I, when I woke up that morning I was like if we make it this far like this is gonna happen this is gonna be so great like this is gonna happen I was so confident about it. Do you think? Did you, um, do you sorry, think, you go Do you think that like now that you did that and basically what you all just said uh, with like <laughs> the crowd being on your side that like world is gonna be like a pandering fest where people are just gonna try <laughs> to please <laughs> just coaches just no. nailing interviews and all the players are just like please root for us we're gonna be the ones to take They're them just, all down. Oh, every team's just gonna have an assortment of flags like wait which which flag is it now French, but, German we need to bring it the Dutch flag the, probably the, get the, that the, a look. that's the thing I, th I think for me like uh, and, and oh I'm gonna ask you guys a question especially you Johnny. I think I think you have an answer for that but I think I feel like like I would have, I would not have done it if the context wasn't there, right? Like I did it because we were coming from the lower bracket. I would not have done it on the upper bracket because it's different, right? Like mm -hmm. we already have a pretty big disadvantage needing to win like two series after play, playing two already. So I just wanted to have an extra help, and also I would not have done it if an NA team was in the finals, right? Like I, was, I would be like, mm -hmm. yeah, fair enough, just like cheer for your team, it's fine. But like since yeah. I guess no one had any touch to any team, I was like, yeah, it's. It's the free. is there for the taken. It's like yeah, it's yeah. free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, free real estate. And um, do, you, do you have a question? You said yeah, yeah. I wonder because I thought about it afterwards. Because like for me, the whole day was like okay. I, I just have to talk to as many people uh, as I know, and I didn't pull all of the strings I needed because like I felt like it was gonna happen, but I, I still had some in my pocket. Right? If 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 I felt like. Uh, it would not be able if it would not be possible. I would have I don't know done something so so that it would have happened anyway. The thing is, I wanted to ask because I feel like would if if any other coach had the same idea, would have they been able to do it or was I able to do it because I don't know. Well, first off, I've been here for a long time, so I know the ins and outs, and I knew, and I and I kind of know how to. Um, like what happens for the production and and who to ask and like mm. in, in instead of like just like coming into it as like a just brand new stuff mm -hmm. and on the other hand the production trusted me right because when i thought that the i thought the admin that 
there was a chance he wasn't going to be like, well, just no, like we're, we're not doing the interview. So I was like, yeah, I'm doing it, but maybe, I don't know, someone else than me would not have been able to do it. And I wanted it would, well, to Well, out of all the EU teams, because NA teams don't have to do it. Obviously, they've got their home crowd already. I feel like all of the like uh, other regions would, wouldn't have to do it either because they're automatically underdogs. So it would be quite easy to just go up and be like, hey, NA's like real one coach could just be, NA's eliminated. Mina has NA in it, if you think about it. Root for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. like it's it's not it's not as difficult, but yeah, you've got like Eversax, uh Mew. Look, what do you Mew, want to he's, he's got my, the my charm, Farah. You know, you absolutely they, everyone got you behind it. it. You're a beautiful man, it, your voice is, is sexy. They heard it, they got it's behind angelic, it. really. It, it, it's <laughs> yeah. not what I meant. Yeah. It's 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 more like like maybe they would not have given the chance to someone else, you know. It's like I don't know because they trust you know when I think you know, the, the, the production you mean about the yeah about the the yeah. mic thingy well, like, I think pro, I think production would have trusted like another if another coach approached them okay. and was like hey like can we do this or can I do this I think they would I think they would allow that too because I, I wondered like I, I was pretty confident it's gonna work but after afterwards and when I saw the mm-hmm. tweets and the, when I talked to people I was like huh, maybe I was a bit too confident about it and maybe it's because it's me and not some, some they, else. Like, that's, not, that's not been here for a long time right? they would probably do it and be like oh I hope this isn't cringe and they probably did it with you as well where <laughs> you're like I'm going to grab the mic and I'm going to do yeah. this and they're like oh okay yeah good luck buddy and then, and then you did it and they're like oh my yeah. god that's amazing yeah. like that was perfect if, if, <laughs> if you've never like if someone has never done an interview before hasn't really talked to production at all doesn't put themselves out there that's like much harder for production and like for the broadcast um, team to really back it and say, yeah, that's going to work because they, they, we've literally never seen if, if we've never seen an interview yeah. from a player or a coach, we're like, well, we, we don't know if that's going to work at all. If they ask us, do you guys think it's a good idea? We'd be like, probably no, because they've never done an interview before. Don't give them the mic. But I think, yeah, isn't it like one of the rules about being a stage interviewer? You're never supposed to let go of your mic. Yeah. But I'm glad Subi did. I'm glad he broke the rule there because it was, it was I, I didn't know about that rule, to be fair. Yeah, it's, every it's a about mic. Told, yeah you hold on when to you it, lose the you mic, don't lose it. Yeah. yeah, once you lose the mic, you have no control anymore. It, you can't talk to the broadcast. You can't talk to the audience if, if you have one mic and you lose it. So it's like a rule not to, to do that. But I'm glad he broke the rule. I think it was better to give it yep. to you. <laughs> After a little fight, uh, little I mean, he had no choice. <laughs> I, would not, I would not have let it go. I would not have let it go. <laughs> absolutely, thought, no, it was perfect. It it worked out absolutely phenomenally. Um, and obviously, you got the win. You got the crowd behind you. And, and as you said, it'll be interesting to see when you guys go back to to North America, perhaps next season, if you if you'll still have the the fans, the residual fans from it. Yeah, I think they will. I like to think they will at least. I think that not only has uh, you know Vitality gained NA fans. I, I really do believe they gained NA fans. I mean, they're waving American flags. It's genius. So yeah, they're probably getting American fans. But I think also, Amer- I've, I've got to think that a lot of the viewers went through the same kind of thought process as the crowd did. All of the NA viewers watching on Saturday, like, oh my goodness, we have no teams. That sucks. Then they wake up the last day, like, oh well. Still going to watch and try and enjoy it. And they realize, wait, this is enjoyable. This is actually fun. When you actually put an effort into enjoying, you know, world-class Rocket League, you can enjoy it. It doesn't really matter where the teams are from. It doesn't matter if they're from your region or not. So I think probably this was a learning experience for like a lot of North American viewers realizing that EU versus EU can be good. EU versus MENA can be really, you know, entertaining as well. And hopefully that's just gained fans globally 
I actually did want to ask you, uh, Farah, about the Rule 1 series as well. It was like the longest overtime in RLCS LAN history in Game 3. Incredible 1-0 there, but even before <laughs> then, two it. other overtimes. Th- three overtimes in a row. You won all three of them. And then Game 4, um, I think after the long overtime, it was like, oh, well, there's no way Rule 1 are winning this series now, are they? <laughs> but what are your thoughts on, on that series with the OTs? Um, it, it, it was really close, but as with the pretty much all of the other series we've played outside of the BDS one in the others, we felt in control. Like we felt in control and <clears throat> yeah, even if it goes to overtime, like I feel like um, the, you know, the, the further we go in the time in the, yeah, in years after years, you know, uh, mm-hmm. even if you have, if you, even if you have the, if you have the better team, sometimes like five minutes is not enough to crown a winner, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. We still coming to the overtimes are like confident. Like if we don't do the like, surely it, it they're gonna crack before us. Like uh, with a better team, so surely they're gonna crack before us, and uh, that's what happened. We we played. It's not just the rule one series. I think we've played the, the most of the time, uh, Adelan, and uh, and we I assume we won uh, the the majority of them, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like I feel like if you if you're the better team, sure sometimes you're gonna lose some, but uh, you. It's not like it's fifty-fifty. It's like if you're the better team, you still have more chances to win the other time. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like we felt pretty confident. We had the upper hand the, throughout the whole series. They were playing pretty defensive. We had a lot of chances, so we just had to put them in the net. And uh, so we, I think that was a pretty yeah. That was a, a, an issue that happened throughout the whole event for us, uh, mainly against um, uh, complexity rule one and Carmen Cup, where we go to seven while we genuinely could have swept swept them. I think. And uh, yeah, it's something we have to to rework really that I think for the for the next event. Mm. In in that overtime, Farah, was it the twenty ninth or the thirtieth shot that you thought was going in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember. Don't you even did that rule one had like twenty seven saves or something like that. Rawas yeah, had twelve saves. Yeah, the craziest stat line I've ever seen. But Alpha must be feeling pretty embarrassed about that game. He's the only player who didn't get a thousand <laughs> points, so he's going to be furious with himself. Yeah, sure. I, I think it comes. in was like, "Well, I'm washed." <laughs> <laughs> he looked at the score, but he was like, "Well, I'm washed." <laughs> it's amazing. A thousand points for everyone except Alpha. Yeah, uh, he, had, he had plenty of points in other games, so I think uh, overall in that series, actually, he was he was incredible. The, the Gen G series the day before as well, Alpha was going crazy. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, what, did did you did you expect that from Rule One? They beat Moist, they beat Complexity, they uh, beat Power Crew. They they beat actually one team from four different regions. Lost to you guys and BDS. Uh, was that was that expected? Mm, uh, yes and no. It's like like we, we knew they would be better than we scream them because we scream them actually quite quite a lot as uh, them and Falcons online. But they have like eighty ping or like ninety ping. So it's a bit of a disadvantage, and obviously, like I knew coming to the to the event that the even the screams beforehand they were going to be better, but I didn't know by what margin. Um, and then I was, yeah, it's a good team. I don't think they were the best, but uh, but yeah, top four I think is pretty accurate to what their uh, actual um, skill is right now. Mm. They probably could have even made top three if the bracket worked another way. Like put them in place of uh, Carmen Cop, uh, and I think they make top three, right? Because I think yeah, that, like yeah. the lower half of the winner bucket was much much easier than the than the top half. So yeah, agreed. 
So they're going to be scary for for worlds. Well, we'll talk about worlds in a moment, but it's it's interesting. I think the MENA region are going to be one to watch at the World Championships, Rizzo. Let's talk about that in a little bit, though. Yeah. So as you guys are getting later and later in this bracket, I'm just noticing you're not bringing up any NA teams, and it's just it's kind of hurting me a little bit. I just Farah, please just talk to me. Can you give me some cope or anything about the NA teams? Like, do they have any chance at Worlds? Just something. I mean, the bracket would have been. The, the whole event would have been extremely different if, uh, you know, that one shot by well, AGG. I'm actually, in, I'm actually so. glad you brought that up because I've been thinking about that a little bit. And I know, like, you're sitting behind the players and you're able to just, like, watch first person. And so, like, yeah. as Vitality's not in the net and you see AJG ramping up a shot, are you, like, does your heart sink? Like, did you notice that moment of, like, oh, we can lose right here? Nah, because I was watching Zen's POV, and on Zen's POV, I felt like it wasn't as clear, as open as it's on stream, because you don't, like, I think it's Alpha who's jumping behind behind Zen, and when I'm watching from Zen's POV, I'm like, surely there, there's someone behind, right? And actually, <laughs> there, there's surely, not, right? Surely, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, no, <laughs> there's no way. And, and, then, and then it's open, and so we realize it's open, and then it's, Again, open, but for us, and it's like, yeah, a whole rollercoaster of emotions. But as I was watching it, I didn't realize yet uh, it was that open. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad it happened that way, but I feel like, yeah. Uh, and what does this mean for the North American region? <laughs> <laughs> if, that's, if that's the most memorable mo moment of NA at this land, that's, that's going to hurt. And I think it is. I think it might no, be. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I, think, I think you... Okay, with the way worlds work... Um, um, I, I do, I do believe ANA has a chance to win it, like to win it all, because it's single limb, because everything can happen, and Genji has shown great things, I think, at the at the LAN. Um, they've beat Liquid, which I, I feel was not, you know, gonna be for them at all. Um, mm. you know, as long as they make it to, you know, the final day, they're in the quarterfinals. I'd say anything can happen, but the chances are low because of all the, you know, uh, the teams in Europe are more consistent and they are better. Like there is a gap and uh, yeah, <laughs> so they can win. They can really clutch it up, but it's going to take something incredible to, to be honest. <laughs> something incredible okay that's just a very polite like, way of saying that they are not very good. Saying something um, incredible I, 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 I think it's fair though. I no, feel like he's, not, he's there's, not wrong. I'm with him. I mean, yeah, I you know, feel like it's mechanics, accurate. It just depends on the bracket. But say there is an upset somewhere, and I don't know, um, there is a quarterfinal matchup, and it's actually NA against NA. So that means mm -hmm. yeah. an NA team is going to be in semifinals. And then you're just two series away from winning it. It's just, it can't happen. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I think like something like that is going to happen. Whether or not they, they will make it to the finals, I don't know. But I think there is at least going to be an NA team in, in the semis. Mm hmm. But yeah, I, I think so. A lot of people get um, or get a bit hung up on this idea that there's a gap. They're like, no, there's not a gap because people. A lot of people think that if you say there's a gap between EU and every other region, that that means EU is the only region that can win. Then there's oh. you know there's such a yeah. gap that it's impossible for other teams to win. But it's not like the gaps are that big. There's just a noticeable difference in skill and results. But upsets do happen in Rocket League. So yeah. it, and, and it, it's, on a day like Worlds, there's more pressure than ever. Yeah, probably more variance uh, uh, in a situation like that it is possible, if, if, but it's unlikely. 
exactly if anyone's are, have you know has uh, worked with probabilities before you know even um, even if uh, we have 90% uh, to win a series and you have like three series to 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 win with that same amount of chances your chance to 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 win it all are not that high compared to what you might think and and i feel like it's the same for na like i feel like if you if you put like the best na team against the best eu team or like yeah one of the best eu teams it's probably going to be like 60 40 or like 70 30 which is yeah. i don't know like if you if you roll a dice uh it it, it can happen it, it will happen sometimes so yeah upsets sure like right now i think for at least another year europe is going to be better europe is going to have more like yeah uh better team but yeah, that doesn't mean NA cannot win events at all, and uh, and I think that's been the case for a, lo- a long time. Actually, I feel like uh, there there has been events where NA has won, and they were you know the underdogs, and uh, mm. and it just it just make it made it look like NA was good again, but uh, it's just like well, yeah, season one was any underdog, season exactly. six, any underdog, season, season one. seven, yeah, they actually had I think it was the one season where NA looked better, but then they lost, yeah. and then season eight yep. was uh, pretty even. I think like season seven and eight, so pre-pandemic, were the two best seasons for North yeah. America in history. Then you had the one winter split last season, and they, they see people, um, I think, forget that you, you can have like anomalies. The winter split, like after we've seen all yeah. the other open air events, looks exactly. more like an anomaly than like oh NA was better. It looks like it, it, you know maybe this was just the the end of a lot of EU rosters talent you know moved around and they're like okay now now he's winning again but it it can happen we could have another winter split situation or winter major from last season situation where na does really well it is one of the possibilities but i think like you know eu moved uh players around pretty well na is gonna need to probably do the same i think uh, some of the teams probably should have made changes earlier in the season and actually some of them quite a few of them tried to but Rise pulled a masterclass and just like baited everyone, so <laughs> it screwed over a bunch of teams. I want to ask Vera, what are your thoughts on? Uh, well, Optic didn't qualify, Fury didn't qualify, V1 didn't qualify. So the teams from NA that are going to Worlds are Genji, Phase. They've qualified for top eight, uh, top um, sixteen already. Then you've got Complexity, G2, and Space Station in G2. the wild card. Do you think that the all the NA teams are going to get get out of the wild card. Uh, remembering that you've got Falcons in there, Twisted Minds, you got yeah, Team Secret, uh, Crew, Elevate. Power, G One, Elevate, uh, Moist. I've seen in the there. whole. I've seen the whole. You know the the whole wild card wild card one lineup. Sorry, and yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna have some crazy upsets. Like I feel like some some like teams and even EU teams. I feel like some some of them could just not make it to the to the main event. Like there's only eight spots. And I can see at least like ten or eleven teams that can make top top eight. So mm-hmm. yeah, there is some teams that are gonna that are gonna it's miss out nice. and they're gonna be very surprised about it. Yeah, I think we saw there's like I think it was like eleven that we we sort of went through the the wildcard teams. It's probably eleven that I could you could realistically say there's probably and, and it's pretty that... even. Like there is no one that really stands out right now. Like maybe most, but even most like I don't know. Inconsistent. Yeah, really inconsistent. Um. Yeah, no one really stands out right now in the in the wild card. Um, whereas you know, last year in the wild card, you had like some teams with like a lot of momentum. I don't know, like Carmen Carl, for example. Like some teams stood out last year. This time around, mm. yeah, uh, yeah. There's no one it's you can be like, confidently bath. say you know yeah, exactly. they're definitely going to make it out. Because uh, Com- complexity, if... maybe complexity, complexity, maybe. Well, 
Oh, complexity and wildcard. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they should be good. Yeah, complexity should be fine. G1, Oxygen, honestly, who knows? I think Moist should be fine. Moist, complexity, look, if they can bring their spring form, uh, then they should be okay. But every other team looks a bit ropey. Actually, I'll say Space Station. I'm confident Space Station. They're pretty consistent. They're not like consistently the best like team in the world, but they're consistently good enough. So I'll say say SSG. I think I'm confident on them. Uh-huh. Yeah, but even if, if they don't, they, I, I'm looking at the other way. If they don't make it out, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, that's crazy. Do you know what I mean? I would, I'd, yeah. If, I'd, well, if they like lost, let's say, if they lost to like, you know, uh, one of the MENA teams, an EU team and Complexity, if they just like lost to three other very good teams, that's fair enough. It, it's not it, actually embarrassing in this world. Yeah, but, that, but that's, the, that's the thing, place. like wildcard and with the format and the Swiss and the random draw, it's... Uh... Well, it's not random, sorry, but like, yeah, it, to to me, it's pretty much random. Like, you know, who wins the series and like the the game mm-hmm. differential and stuff like that. It, it just ends up being like randomish. So there is gonna be some like crazy matchup for elimination and like crazy matchup for qualification. Even and, right, round two, guaranteed, there will be some nutty matchups. Yeah, I think round one yeah. is probably gonna have one or two bangers, and round two, there's gonna be so many. Like all the yeah. upper round two matches will be ridiculously stacked. Yeah, and so, so, some some teams are gonna be uh, on the verge of elimination like so quickly, so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be what great. You, great well, before we talk, <laughs> before we talk uh, about uh, world's expectations for you guys, the the final question on the the NA. Um, uh, topic is what do you think North America needs to do or North American players teams uh, as a region needs to do to improve because it does seem like they've fallen behind a bit um, I, I I'd say I don't know the region enough um, I've talked to players and asked about them and it just seems that there is less talent right now around in, in North America and that you know if they had the pool Europe has they would have given them the chance. I feel like mm. like both can be true. Like I feel like they have a tendency to give less chances to newer players, but also they they like yeah, talent pool is weaker right now. Like it's mm. it's weaker. Mm. So I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's gonna take yeah uh, some time. And it's gonna. I feel like they probably like the, there is a couple teams that should just go full on talent development next next season and just mm. not really like maybe not i wouldn't say not try to get to the world championship but be like okay we'll just take you know one you know pretty experienced player and just make like take two like guys that you think they have a lot of potential and try to develop them and 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 get them as high as you can and and while you do that maybe there's going to be options opening up and maybe you're you're gonna find you know gold, you're not gonna struck gold. But I feel like at this point, if you just keep swapping around the same players all the time that have not uh performed internationally, well, you cannot expect to actually perform internationally. Mm-hmm. It's like you What do you guys think yeah. about uh the potential for players like either like if, if you if you live on the east coast of the US or East Coast Canada, like you can play on EU servers, you can play twos. Do you think that would be a good idea for players to do? Um, actually, yes. Um, because, you know, MENA players, they play on uh, yeah, they play EU server with, with a pretty similar ping that you can have exactly um, the same, in, yeah. in North America. Because yeah. um, I know I know, I used to play in North America for a while. Um, 
when I was, I had a really good connection. So sometimes I would have like 70 ping. So when it was like pretty late at night, I would queue in NA back in the days. Um, <laughs> and uh, technical issues, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ignore CJ. Yeah, 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 so you, you think and, it's possible uh, to play like ranked or is that a good, do you think a good idea to play ranked? Because NA players were in the run up to the major, like a lot of them were saying they, EU twos is like very competitive, very fast. Seems like they could, practice. They could try, but I think their their time zone is at their disadvantage, right? Because when it's when it's late for them, like when it's like I don't know, eight p.m. for them, it's two p.m. or like three. No, wait, yes, eight for them, it's two p.m. for us, and no, no one queues at two p.m. It's like everyone is queuing, you know, in the evening, so they'd have to stay up pretty late just to get the chance to no, get they, to the good they can, they can play. It's the other way around, isn't it? For like NA, they would be like uh, like prime time for Europe server is like the evening, right? So they would just have to play in the afternoon. No. No, it's the other way around. Like, When's prime time right for you ranked? Like in the afternoon, yeah, right I think? N- no, prime time is like... 2 a.m.? 10 p.m.? 11? Well, so, yeah, 10 p.m. is fine. That's like 5, that's so like like 5 that, p.m. That, East Coast. Yeah, that... No, wait. Yes, yeah. I'm actually dumb. I'm actually dumb. Yeah, it's... Okay, yeah, I'm actually like pretty stupid. It's, the, it's this way. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. So NA players, EU ranked. We want to see them over there. Don't worry. You're going to lose some points because of the, the ping. Don't worry about it, though. It's good practice. Look at the MENA players. Look how fast they're developing as a region. EU twos is where it's at. Maybe we could get a team boot camping in EU. They could just go do a boot camp in Europe like before the season. One of the NA teams could just like move to Europe and uh, get some yeah, practice. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if they have... Because it's, it's pretty expensive, right? It's pretty expensive. It's pretty taxing mentally mm. to boot camp. Um, Actually, but, NA yeah. teams don't bootcamp as well. Not well, not full teams. So Vitality bootcamp, that BDS is, bootcamp, like KC bootcamp, that, Liquid that is, bootcamp. That is the, Weiss, I think that's they all made the major. That's the first step. Like What's I'm going always on? surprised. I'm always surprised that no team in NA, like you see the cams, no team ever bootcamps pretty much. Like I think Furia yeah. did it, V1 did it sometimes. But like if you if you want it to work, yeah. you, have to, you have to be consistent about your habits. Like you can't just. And I, I say, get that oh, they're they're, just... they're young and America's a very big country, so maybe it's like too far to travel if they have school. But I I feel like boot camps need to yeah be more because yeah Fury and Complexity both boot camped and they both qualified. Um, yeah, I think there's like, something. I, there. I, I I don't get it. I, I don't get it. To to me, it's like such a big advantage that you have to take it. But like I guess some teams are just so confident they're gonna make major that they don't do it. But I feel like it's. Not understanding, not understanding how Rocket League works and how the format works and how easily it is to just not qualify. Um, so mm. you have to you have to take everything you can. And I feel like yeah, those orgs, and especially because salaries in NA are higher, they have more money here. They have mm. more money in NA. Like they should be able to do it. They should do it. Like honestly, like I don't I don't get it. It's you, you were talking about like what should they do? I think that's the first step. Just like make your team mm. bootcamp. This that's the first step. Uh, I, I want to hear. I want to hear from you, Fair. Talk to us a little bit about your world's expectations. I feel like there might be an obvious answer here, but you're saying how the major was your warm up essentially to get people used to playing on stage again. You know, get that going. And so, what are your thoughts yeah, for worlds? I mean, I think at this point, it's uh, either we win it or we're disappointed. So there is no. There is no middle ground, unfortunately. Um, and I guess everyone is going to see it as a failure if we don't win. Or I like call it a choke. It would not be a choke in my eyes, but because it's single elim, 
And as I said, you know, even if you have like 90% chance of, uh, chances of winning, that's still that's still 10% chances left uh, left to lose, right? So the goal is to win. I feel like we come into it with the highest, you know, uh, chances we can have ever. Like that was the plan. The whole season, the plan was just to get to that stage and have the most chances we can to win worlds. Whether we win it or not, well, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes things are meant to be, sometimes things aren't meant to be. And um, yeah, if 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 we're not meant to win the Worlds this season, we'll try again next season. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it's a, it's an extremely great opportunity for us. Um, we want to win, but I cannot I cannot just say yeah, um, it's win or we disband and we burn the whole mm-hmm. org and we crush the team and I don't know. No, it's we we made it this far. We're really good. Our season is gonna be memorable for so many reasons. Um sure. Topping it off with the world championship is the goal. But if it doesn't happen, it's not like we're in a bad place either, right? For next season and yeah and so on. So and and that's been the story of my career so far, right? You know, if if you don't win just try again. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's the mindset. If we win, great, perfect. If we don't, well, it's okay. It's all. After all, it's uh, yeah. It can happen, and 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 we we'll try to do better for the next one. And you're yeah. All the prep is set. You're going to be on the grind on the boot camp beforehand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We I'd actually like leave like uh, something like in two weeks or something. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 pretty soon. Uh, I feel like the schedule is a bit weird, <laughs> to be honest. Like uh, I, I wish you know at least one more week, one more week of uh, breathing room. But um, but uh, yeah, we we have to we have to be back on on the grind as soon as possible and uh, and get ready for worlds. And whatever happens, happens. <laughs> well, thank and you. Have, you. you have game is eight as well, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Game is eight. You, you guys there? You oh there? Yeah, yeah, there is game is in the, the the week afterwards, which uh, yeah. we also want to win. But uh, it's it's just so soon, so soon, like so. It's just gonna happen so quickly afterwards that we won't really need yeah. to prepare for it, right? We're gonna prepare for walls yeah. and just like game is gonna happen right after. Then we'll Zen's like, gonna queue up some one v one and be like, okay, we're good, we're ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Farah. We appreciate it, as always. Uh, so special shout-out to him for joining us as a guest tonight. Uh, thank you to CJ and Johnny for co-hosting with me. And thank you to all you guys for watching slash listening. If you did miss any part of Chalk tonight, feel free to listen to it on YouTube or uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Also, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Chalkcast. We appreciate you. As yes, always, please. Please yes. check that out as well. Please if you want to know, out. we didn't discuss our thoughts on the World Championship Rizzo because we've got on a Patreon episode as well. So True. I'm sure the patrons have already checked that out. All of our thoughts on Welds is out. We're talking about Boston. We're talking about behind-the-scenes experiences, what's happening after the show ends, and also 10 other episodes or something as well. So tune in. Get on the Patreon. The links are in the chat, in the description as well in YouTube. Farah loves it. He's all over the Patreon <laughs> as well. So make sure you get on there. We've got content coming out every week. You just don't want to miss it if you're all about the chalk. So get on it. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys.
Bye-bye. Peace. Bye.